Hi, hello. Um, I just want to say that I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'm actually the the episode that is that I'm doing right now, and that I is now uploaded is not at all the episode that I originally recorded or thought that I would be uploading. Because I think that honesty is important and I, if I'm being honest with you and myself, I have not been in a good place. (laughs) Um, And I mean, those closest to me and who know me best know the very personal things that are going on in my life and um they just they 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 truly know what's going on with me right i some things are going on with me that i am not ready to publicly discuss so i'm not going to however i do want to address the fact that i have been slacking off a lot And sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's not. And I, when I, okay, one of the things that I know that I do that I get really upset at myself for is, you know, the intention, my intentions are always good with, I said that I wanted to upload twice a month for this podcast and really stick to it. And I had a plan this week of, okay, my classes are Monday and Tuesday. So at some time, even like over the weekend, I could record an episode, edit it, and get it uploaded by Thursday. And I that's I had recorded an episode last weekend and I planned on editing it yesterday and getting ready for it to post um, Thursday. And that didn't happen. And, you know, I I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't like in love with the episode or anything. So it's, it's not a huge loss, but I just, I do think that because I'm, I'm just being flaky, honestly. And for me, I that is not what I wanted this to be. Um, it's not professional. It's not something that I am proud of that I am doing right now. And that really bothers me to say that, but it is the truth. I had really big plans for this podcast and what I wanted it to be, what I wanted it to become. This is kind of like my passion project on the side where I would just be able to talk about anything that I really wanted to and enjoy it and have a good time doing this. And it is not, I feel as though I'm not in a good place to really be able to do that right now. And that's not to say that I'm not going to do this podcast at all. Um, I just think that it is also unfair of me 
to be placing this expectation on myself that I, whether I know it or not, I cannot meet. And that even though this is something that I expect of myself, it is, it's not my fault that I can't meet it because of external factors and outside circumstances that are, yes, they're still in my personal life, but it's just different. I don't, I don't even know if that makes sense. And I'm really sorry if this is kind of all over the place, not making sense at all and definitely not what you expected. But I did want to say that I'm sorry because I haven't been doing my best job with this and I feel like I've been putting too much pressure on myself to make this be some like really grand and amazing thing. I have such high expectations for it and high expectations for myself. And so when it's not this huge, wonderful thing that I had thought up in my head, then I'm also immediately disappointed with myself. And, you know, I, and then it just kind of, it, it spirals from there. Um, while the most pressing thing going on right now, that is what is, um, what I am currently going through that I am not ready to talk about, I do want to talk about something else. And I guess that is, the topic is just being honest with yourself. And if I'm being honest with myself, I, I've been through a lot of things and you know I know that I'm strong and that I can get through more hard things but things are just hard and but that doesn't mean that I can't do hard things because I can I can do hard things it's just difficult right now because the thing that I am dealing with is very emotionally exhausting. And, you know, that emotional exhaustion to me is worse than physical exhaustion. Because as I have discussed before, I am chronically ill. (laughs) I have an autoimmune disease. And my autoimmune disease dictates a lot of, I don't want to say dictates, it is a very defining factor in my life and with who I am. And for the past three years, I have pushed that away and I've pushed it down deep, 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 deep away. You know, It's one of those things where I just kind of threw it in a box and, you know, buried it in the ground and didn't mark the location, but I always kind of knew where it was and that it was still there haunting me. And I more recently have come to the realization that that is not a healthy way for me to live with my autoimmune disease because it is a big defining factor in my life and I cannot escape that. And so for the past three years, 
I have been living in, I call it living in loathing. I have, I, I loathe or did still getting over it. I don't know. It's complicated. We're working through it. This is a work in progress, but I am comfortable to talk about because I think it is a very important lesson for me and for a lot of people. Um, I've been living in loathing of what happened to me, of what my life looks like now post-diagnosis and having had this for three years now, this month, um, last week actually was my three-year anniversary of having this disease. And I've just now gotten to the point where I've realized living in loathing is extremely destructive. This can be applied to any aspect of your life, of anyone's life. Um, I... And this also, it connects to more than just my autoimmune disease. This connects to me living with my mental illness. I have depression and anxiety. I've said this before. And it's kind of living and loathing with that too because a lot of the time I just, it's so easy to get into the headspace of, I wish I didn't have this. It would be so easier if I didn't live with this. It would, I would be quote unquote normal, but no one is fucking normal. No one. What is normal? Normal to me is the societal construct that we have all created and that lives in our heads rent free that just haunts us every single day of, is this normal? Am I acting normal? Um, is what I'm going through normal? I just want to be normal. The list goes on and on. And that is very unhealthy and destructive. I would venture to say that wishing that you were normal is living in loathing. Living in loathing of yourself and the life that you have and what you're doing now, who you are right now. And I mean, I think about a lot how I I would not wish my disease on my worst enemies. And so that, to me, it highlights how hard it is But at the same time, as awful as it is, it has taught me so much about myself that I look back at my life pre-diagnosis and I was very much just like ignorance is bliss. I lived in ignorance. I lived in this. I just didn't feel like I I feel like now that I am more attached or more in touch with myself than I have ever been before. And that, in one way, in some ways, it has been very annoying. Um, I'm unbelievably in touch with my body. And I mean, even like the slightest, 
I don't know. It's just, it's so weird. I feel so in touch with and connected to myself and sometimes it's terrifying, but I have come to realize that that's also one of the greatest gifts that I've ever been given. And I feel like in a lot of people aren't as connected to themselves as I am. And like I've said, while it is very interesting sometimes, it is also one of the coolest things I I know myself in my body. I know my limits so well. I know what I can handle. I know when to take when to stop. I know not to push myself. Um because there are consequences. And this is getting kind of soapboxy. Consequences in that if I push myself too much today, I won't I will be in a really bad place tomorrow and I'll be unbelievably exhausted and unable to do what I really want to do or what I really like to do. So sometimes pushing myself is inevitable, but it also has, the more that I have learned and lived with it, it has given me invaluable information. Or is that the right word? I don't know. It has given me information that is more valuable than I have, more valuable than I can ever imagine. And right now I'm talking, I'm I'm really, um, I guess, more in a positive, optimistic headspace. Um, I don't want to lie and say that this is the headspace that I'm always in because it is most definitely not. I... One of the things that I wanted to do and work on this year was to see my illness as a superpower. Um, I will recommend one of my favorite books that I've read. I read it over the holiday break and early this year. is um, It's a book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It This book has changed my life in one way or another and it is absolutely it's it's a beautiful book um the way that the author writes how she tells stories how she tells her own story and what she has learned about herself and what she's teaching others it is absolutely incredible and i recommend it to everyone um it is a book that is geared towards, I would say more, definitely more women or people who identify as a woman might find more, um, might get more out of this book, but I still think that it is very useful to anybody who wants to read it at all because you would learn so much. It's just, I just love it. Okay. Highly recommend. It's the book that I'm sending all of my friends or that I'm just telling them, you need to read this book. I feel like this book I was meant to read right now at this exact moment in my life where I am figuring out that my chronic illness and my mental illnesses are my superpowers and what make me who I am. And who I am is very strong and knows herself. And can get through a lot of hard things can do a can do a lot of hard things 
has been through a lot of shitty, horrible things, but is still standing here on the other side. And that goes, that all, you know, it, it still doesn't mean that hard things that, you know, it's my life is a cakewalk or that because I can do all these hard things that I won't have any other hard things to do in my life. I have hard things to do every day. I do a lot of hard things every single day. Um, Like this morning, I I woke up exhausted. I, I woke up exhausted. And I guess this kind of loops back to the whole thing that I started talking about, I don't know how many minutes ago, about how I'm mental and emotional exhaustion for me is so much worse than physical exhaustion because i've i've been encountering this with my schoolwork too um aside from the anything else that i've been going through privately is it it takes a lot of mental work to me in general, with my disease, it takes a lot of mental work to make it through a day um, because I am so in, um, connected to myself and um, very cognizant of how I'm feeling and my limits for the day because my limits for the day vary upon the day. You know, today, my I reached my limits pretty damn quick because I just woke up exhausted. Um, but it's it's mental work. It's Mental work makes me physically exhausted. And so that's why my beautiful Meredith is meowing in the background. And I am very sorry if you can hear her right now. <laughs> um, mental work makes me physically exhausted. Whereas if I'm just physically exhausted, then I, you know, like the next day I might be a little more lazy or I might sleep more than I normally do, but then I'm like pretty okay. But with mental work, mental exhaustion, I it, it puts up a big limitation of what I can physically do for the day. Whereas if I'm if I'm only physically tired, then that doesn't mean I can't do the mental work that I need to. Does that make sense? It's easier for me to, if I'm physically exhausted, just physically exhausted, but I still feel my brain at, you know, like full potential. It's easier for me to sit down and sit down on my comfortable couch and read a book and or the readings that I have due for the week um, compared to if I'm already mentally exhausted and then all I can do is just lay on the couch and I watch TV because my brain can't just like handle all of that. So the I guess I guess the point of this episode is I want to emphasize how important it is to be honest with yourself and no matter how many times no matter what you're going through feels like the end of the world it's not. Um you can do hard things. We can all do hard things. And I i mean, I've 
like I've said before, and you know, however many minutes ago, I've done a lot of hard shit. It still doesn't, it still doesn't make it any easier whenever I have to do hard shit again. But then looking back, you know, I, I do see that I am a better person because of it. And because of every time that I have chosen to just acknowledge the fact that I can do hard things and acknowledge that this is in fact hard right now instead of deflecting or ignoring or pushing it down for years um, or living in loathing of what has happened. And I guess this this kind of leads to what the main point of what I want to tell you, which is that you need to live in acceptance. This has been the, this is the lesson that I've learned that has taken me the longest to learn is it is so much easier and not in like a cop-out easy type of way or anything like that. It's just, it's so, it's it's so much easier. Um, you free yourself a bit whenever you just live in acceptance of your circumstances. And I didn't realize how um, applicable this kind of takeaway point can be to literally every part of my life, including my podcast and Right now, I need to accept the fact that I, yeah, I'm not doing that great. Um, Last semester, I had a really hard time with just, I mean, hello, we're still in a pandemic and it's still really fucking hard and every single day it, it's it's a struggle, but it, it gets more manageable. Um, and... What did I want to say? Oh, here she is. Hi. This is Meredith. Hello. What she likes to do um, is when I'm in Zoom class, she really likes to jump up on my desk and get in front of the camera. And um, she's even gone so far as to sit on my keyboard, which is really fun because then she hits a bunch of random keys and, you know, crazy stuff happens on my computer. Anyway, she just wanted to say hello. I need to live in acceptance of the fact that I'm not doing well right now, but it doesn't mean that I can't do it, you know? That's, I guess, like my main point is just because I'm not, just because I'm not doing good right now, um, doesn't mean that everything in my life is falling apart or that I still can't do the things that I like to do. It just sometimes is harder to do them. But then once I actually am able to do them or, you know, set aside the time, then it can be really nice and really fulfilling and make me happy. And so 
I guess this was a big uh, stream of consciousness <laughs> episode, a a big t- like application and takeaway of living and loathing is self-destructive and makes things just so much harder. It is so much more exhausting to just hate everything and loathe everything about yourself or any aspect of your life that you are just not happy with. And it's so much more freeing to just accept the fact that things are not ideal right now, that they are hard, but that doesn't mean that we can't do them because we can. So I think this 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 I guess it it goes to show that you know as much as I would like to be able to be more committed to uploading twice a month I may not be able to do it and instead of just denying things or pushing it down 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 that I need to accept the fact that maybe I I can't always do it and this is not super ideal um I know that being consistent is the best thing to do um but I've also learned with my illness that not everything can always be as consistent as you want it to be. Every day is different. And, you know, I could wake up at 7.30 tomorrow morning and feel like I have all the energy in the world. Only then um, 2 p.m. rolls around and I feel like I was running 100 miles an hour and suddenly smashed into a brick wall and fell flat on my back. And then I can't do anything else for the rest of the day. It's a really hard truth. And I this isn't this isn't a cop out. This is just I'm I'm trying to accept. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to accept. And I hope that you all are able to learn that too. Acceptance is really hard. It's one of those hard things that we talked about (laughs) Um, that we can do. We can do hard things and we can... Acceptance has probably been one of the hardest things that I have um, had a hard time implementing and just accepting the idea of acceptance alone. I definitely want to talk more about this, but I think right now I don't want to make any empty promises and I'll try to upload twice a month. It may just be once a month. I'll try to be more active on the podcast Instagram to keep updates and everything. Um, I have to remember that this isn't like some, this is not my like one source of income. This is really, truly my passion project and just something that I do for fun. And 
part of this is I need to accept the fact that I put all of these expectations and stressors on myself that I can't always meet and that my expectations are sometimes far too big and completely unreasonable. And so that's one of those things that I have to accept as well. I hope that you enjoyed my 30-minute-ish uh, minute ramble about acceptance and loathing and understanding and that, you know, even though things are shit right now, it doesn't mean that everything is shit right now. And I really, I'm really hoping for things to get better or at least for them to become more manageable because not everything that's hard is just going to magically go away, but it can be more manageable. And I hope that that's what will happen and what I can do and that I can continue to learn to live in acceptance and apply that to every aspect of my life as much as I can. So I will, I'll, I'll talk to you next time, whenever that is. And thank you for being understanding and accepting. And remember to be that way with yourself too. Thank you. Bye.